I get asked all the time, how do I get into the non-monogamous lifestyle? And I've got the solution for you. It's the Three Fun app. It's the best dating app for couples and singles looking to explore open relationships. It's totally millennial friendly, aka it's in the 21st century, you guys. This is finally a dating app for us non-monogamous folks who are looking for a unicorn, maybe you're looking for a bull, maybe you're looking for a couple. This is my favorite app and I use it all the time. If you want to find a link to it, just go to www.sexyswingerchick.net and you'll find my link. I hope to see you guys there. Okay, okay, okay. So you're wondering how you can get to a Swinger Society event? You guys, you gotta go to swingersociety.net. We also have a Discord. We also have a Facebook group of an online community of just swingers of all ages, all races. We're super inclusive and you guys gotta join swingersociety.net. Come to events with us. Meet all of my friends at the Swingers Society. You guys, there's tons of influencers, tons of names from TikTok and Instagram and social media. You guys are gonna love swingersociety.net. See you there. Welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. And I'm your host, Kylie, a.k.a. Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad, a.k.a. Brad the Space Cadet. Journey with us as we navigate in ethical non-monogamy, sex positivity, sex work, and relationship advice as millennial swingers. Explore with us as we share some of our upside-down pineapple ventures with you. All All aboard aboard the Pineapple Pineapple Express. Express. Hey guys, it's Sexy Swinger Chick here, and Bradley um, is incapacitated right now. Our son is like sick, you know, gotta be parents, so, um, and we really wanted to get this podcast out because, you know, it's so good. You guys are gonna love it. Um, It's with Brad and DJ Life of Spice. Um, If you're not following DJ Life of Spice, he's on um, TikTok, he's on Facebook, he's on Instagram shit I bet you he's on Twitter um DJ Life of Spice he's an amazing entertainer DJ as well as lifestyle enthusiast lifestyle educator um him and his wife um Life of Spice um they've been in the you know TikTok social media scene uh they they came onto the scene around the same time as like me and Lacey and Dan and all of the you know the ones that you know, the Swinger Society hosts and all that. So um, they've been around for a while. They know what they're doing. They're amazing people. They make great content. Um, but they're also like just such good, genuine people. Um, so you're definitely going to love this. It's a total treat and it's great for guys to listen to. I mean, ladies obviously listen to, but you know, if you're a guy in the lifestyle, like you need this kind of stuff. And I know you're hearing it from me, like, Oh, this chick, who she thinks she is, she ain't a guy. She don't know. But I think that it's really important for men in the lifestyle to have an outlet with each other. Um, and that's why I love DJ life of spice and Brad's relationship so much because it gives them an outlet to, you know, um, you know, have somebody to talk to and, and, and talk about their, you know, men issues in the lifestyle, because we all face issues. Um, but yes, men need an outlet. So with that being said, um, the men need an outlet and we actually provide an outlet for you guys. So, um, Brad hosts a, um, ethical non-monogamous men in the lifestyle. So 
we call it guy talk so originally i was like let's call it men with feelings and like let's put a feeling spin on it so that guys feel like they can talk about their feelings with each other and brad is like hell no we're not calling it that because no dude wants to sit there and be like oh hmm, let's talk about our feelings like okay bro hand me your tampon like because that's just how men think i don't know i'm not a man i wouldn't know but he hosts this really great um meeting it's guy talk these guys go in voice chat and i don't know i don't know what they talk about because i'm not a part of it but i'm assuming they probably talk about cars and boobs and beer i I don't know but if you you know just want a community of guys um you know if you have questions for guys or um you know him and then joe boston swinger king kind of host it together Um, but it's really awesome. It's the third Thursday of every month. So I thought it would be really cool to throw out a plug for that. Um, because I know it means a lot to Brad. He loves it. And, um, he loves being around the guys and, you know, helping create this community for the men. So, um, we're going to talk about events we're going to be at. So, um, it's coming up on January and we're, we're going to be at the end of the month January 27th through the 29th, we'll be in Nashville at the Red Room. If you want tickets for that, you can go to swingersociety.net. But I also have them on my website, sexyswingerchick.net. And then we'll also be at Secrets in March. So that's March 10th through the 12th. We've got a 90s night. We've got um, adult prom for you. The whole crew is going to be there, you guys. All your favorite hosts. Um, the Swing Nation podcast, you know, um, Swinger Society, everyone, we're all going to be there. We're so excited. Um, but it's, it's going to be amazing. Um, and yeah, it's down in Secrets in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, it's like 85% booked, you guys. So if you want to get a room, get on it. All right. Borrow some money from your mom or your grandma or your cousin. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But um, if you want to grab tickets to that, sexyswingercheck.net use my link because I'm trying to get a room from secrets y'all um I'm not too too far off but um you know I'm, I'm doing decent I'm doing decent we've got some promo for that but yeah if you really want to go to that or you're thinking about it hurry up and get those rooms because you, you're going to be left with the the back corner room that's nobody wanted right <laughs> if you don't hurry up um, but it's going to be a blast. Um, and the weather should be relatively good in March. It won't be too hot. won't be too cold. Uh, plane tickets aren't that expensive. Um, so, yeah. And now we will get to our question of the day. All right. So I figured this would be a good one because I'm a mom. And I know that, like, us moms, it's like, especially when they're young, it's it's hard to leave the kids. So, The question comes from our Discord, which, by the way, shameless plug, but um, I always talk about it, but it's a great community. Swinger Society Discord, you guys, um, sexyswingerchick.net. But you can get advice like this for questions like this. Um, Obviously, people on there already answered it, and they did a great job. But um, for those who aren't on there, I'm going to give this question because I keep getting the same questions. Um, on like my Instagram and on my TikTok and stuff. Well, I lost my other TikTok account. I don't know if anybody knows that, but yeah. So I'm rebuilding as always, but I get the same questions. It's like STDs and, you know, um, 
how do I get my wife into the lifestyle? How do I convince her? What do I say? You know, same thing over and over again. So I like new questions and I like teaching the audience something a little bit new. So somebody on the discord says, Hey everybody, for those of you with kids, how do you explain or maneuver sleeping with other people? Do they even know? If not, how did you hide it? Um, <clears throat> so we, me and Brad, we have two young children. Uh, we have a five-year-old and then, um, he has a nine-year-old from a previous relationship. And, you know, our kids are obviously too young to know what swinging is, to even comprehend, um, to even understand like why mom and dad are, are going to hang out with their friends. Right. So, um, we always get a babysitter, you know, um, my, my parents and Brad's parents usually babysit. My mom used to babysit, but then she found out about, you know, my lifestyle. And she's like, I'm not babysitting for you anymore. And that's so you can go whore around. I'm like, okay, um, cool. But anyways, so, but we, we still do have babysitters, you know, people you trust and stuff. Um, cause obviously they're too young, but from, there's not a whole lot of research on this guys. Um, cause I've done the research and, you know, basically the way that I would explain it is say that our, our kids found out, say that they went to school and their friends saw us on TikTok, you know, cause all the kids are on TikTok, even though they're not supposed to be, including my stepdaughter who's on TikTok, who I have blocked because I'm terrified she's going to find me. Cause I don't want that to happen. Um, but you know, we don't allow our son on TikTok cause he's way too young, but anyways, say somebody finds out who we are and, and, you know, says something and she has questions, you know, the, the best way to respond is like in an, in a non-monogamous way. Right. So like, how would you respond if you were polyamorous, you know, well, make sure that they know like, Hey, mom and dad, we, we love each other. We're not breaking up. We're not, you know, we're not cheating on each other. You know, we're, we're going out on dates, you know, with other couples, we're going to parties and stuff, but, but we're just friends with them. Um, we don't love them. We love each other. Um, and you know, I think once they get older, it's like, okay, I know that I don't want to think about my parents having sex. So, um, I, I don't want to have that conversation. Like I would just be like, ew, 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 shut up. Like, don't talk. I don't want to hear about it. You know? Um, and, and we don't host, um, any events or anything like that. We don't have couples over here and stuff. And then we know cu there's couples who do, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, we know couples who's like kids grew up together and like, they're comfortable with that. And whatever you're comfortable with, with your family is up to you. For me and Brad, that's just not something that we're comfortable with. We want to keep those things separate. Um, you know, we we are very sex positive. We we do have a very open household. Um, you know, so I think when that time does come, I think that you know, once everyone's age appropriate, you know, it would be definitely appropriate to have that conversation. You know, and there's no age for when that should happen because every kid's maturity level is going to be different. Um, but you know, again, I mean, you, you don't want to talk to your kids about your sex life. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I think as it's age appropriate, talk about it, you know, if they, if they have questions, 
Um, you know, you, it depends on what type of a parent you are. If you want to hide it, you can. I mean, but that's going to get hard. Um, I have friends whose kids are like older and they have to like, they have like that uh, Life360 app and they like have to turn off, you know, their notifications and stuff so their kids don't know where they're at. And it's like, ah, that seems like a lot. I'm just going to tell our kids, hey, yeah, we're swingers. We're non-monogamous. You know, um, we go hang out with these couples and, you know, we don't really want to talk about our sex life with you, but, um, just know that, you know, we're being safe about everything and we love each other and we love you. And that's really all that needs to be said. And then nothing more about it. Um, and it kind of goes the same way. I mean, I would say for like when your parents find out and stuff, kind of the same thing, like if your parents are, should not be concerned with your sex life. So yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answers the question. Um, if anybody has any questions, obviously send them into um, my Instagram is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, you know, sexy swinger chick one nine nine one. So yeah, without further ado, here is Mr. DJ Life of Spice, the very handsome, the very um, amazing, well spoken, um, very highly educated guy. Um, who's a lot of fun to be around and he's, he's so entertaining and so great. Um, and of course my one and only love, uh, Brad, the space cadet, which funny story, DJ Life of Spice actually gave him that nickname. So, um, enjoy. Okay guys. So I want to talk about some of my favorite products and I'm not going to lie to you. I got a sensitive kitty, okay? And there's only certain lubes that I can use that aren't going to, you know, give me a problem down there, right? They're not going to make my pH get off balance. They're not going to give me any sort of infections. And you guys, the best lube that I've found on the market is Promescent. And I promise you, their aloe-based lube is the only stuff that doesn't mess up my pH. And then you've got Brad over here and he loves their delay spray because they offer this delay spray that like helps with premature ejaculation. Like when you're at the club, you guys, and there's a ton of hot girls and maybe three, four, five hot girls on you, it's going to be hard not to come. So Brad uses their delay spray. We love Promescent because they ship everything to us very discreetly um, and it comes super quick like Promescent has everything that you need to make your sex life awesome they've got condoms they've got different sorts of lubes they've got different sorts of products like the arousal gel or the delay spray you guys gotta try Promescent link is in my show notes guys All right, welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. I'm your host today, Brad, aka Brad the Space Cadet, and today I'm joined by my fellow Space Cadet, DJ Life of Spice, one half of the Life of Spices, influencer, content creator, DJ, and all around awesome dude. So, what's going on, bud? It's been a long time. What's going on? How you doing, my fellow cosmic traveler? Eh, I'm doing great. It's been a long time since we've seen I miss each other. you, man. It's been it's I been a while. We were like on a yeah. roll of going to a bunch of events for a couple months and now there's been a little dip. So like I'm I'm missing everybody. I'm excited to see you guys coming up soon. I think Secrets might be our next event together. Um I think we're going to Nashville. Oh, that's right. Oh, cool. Yes. I'll see you so in Nashville. Nash- Nashville in January. 
and then that's right secrets after that so, oh so there's a lot there's a lot to look forward to yeah we have a, a full schedule for next year it's uh you know all been planned out so we should be doing pretty good about right seeing on, each I'm other sure. yeah i'm not, sure we're gonna cross paths a fair amount yeah not seeing each other every four to six months maybe no. every two i like that better I like hanging out with my buddy. For real. All right. So um, I'm going to get into the questions here. Uh, first question, um, kind of the background story of, you know, you meeting the wife and you guys getting into the lifestyle. So just feel free and let it flow. Yep. So me and wifey met when we went to college. We are fresh on the scene. She was a freshman. I was a sophomore. And it all kind of happened unintentionally, like us getting together and also getting into the lifestyle. It kind of just developed that way. It wasn't so much something that we sat there and said, hey, let's try this out or ever. So we're kind of fresh on the scene. We had both broken up with our respective like high school boyfriend and girlfriend. And we met each other, really liked each other, we're having a lot of fun. But, I, but we were new to college, fresh on the scene. We didn't, uh, I don't think we wanted to necessarily miss out on all the fun and all that, but we really liked each other. Um, so we're stuck on each other like glue. It was instant. Couldn't stop hanging out from the beginning. Um, so we were dating for some time. And eventually what really set it off was we tell the story uh, every now and then, but we watched a movie and we never found the exact movie that it was. We, it kind of got lost in the ether. But one night we were having a movie night, her and I, and it was about these couples. They went out camping. And um, having a late night, having a good time, hanging out with everyone, and then things got a little spicy. All the couples started getting a little frisky, and they all started having their own separate fun. And then maybe they had fun close to each other, and then maybe a couple couples kind of swept around and did, you know, had a little fun with the other couples. The movie was it was a good movie, and I remember afterwards we were both like, "Whoa, that was that was cool." And we both were kind of like, hey, how do you how do you feel about that? Um, and we were both like, yeah, that that could be cool. And like right there, right during that moment during our conversation, I thought it was really neat because, like I said, we were new to each other. We were really digging each other, but we we're also new to this experience of being in college and you know not wanting to miss out on exploring. So right then and there, we were kind of like, hey, we could explore together, and that was a really cool part of our founding of our relationship where we kind of saw each other as like fellow travelers in time and space. And it was, yeah. it, 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 that was a, that was a really cool foundation for us to start. So um, kind of just ex got our feet wet, if you will, and maybe had a little fun with such and such and so-and-so. Um, but for like the longest time we didn't, there was no vocabulary. We weren't educated. We didn't know about, the lifestyle or yeah, the terms lifestyle. or anything yeah exactly we were just we thought we were just like crazy college kids having fun and you know living the dream and it wasn't until later actually like years later where um we joined social media uh to find other people in that world and we got connected with so many like-minded people so many great people and were educated and learned um terms and vocabularies and learned about a lot of other different lifestyles and variations. Um, and that's kind of what led us to where we are now. That's awesome. That's definitely 
a lot different story than mine and Kylie's. You know, we've told it here before. It's, you know, I met her um, at a bar that her and my twin brother worked at together. And I took her, our first date, we went out to eat. And then I took her right back to that bar. (laughs) And on the date at the bar, she was like, I just want to let you know, I'm into women. Like I've dated women before I've done, you know, she didn't even know the term, but she, she was like, I was a unicorn for couples, like in my, you know, 18, 19 or whatever area. And, but she didn't like know the term. She was like, but I want to bring women into the bedroom. So if you're not okay with this, then this is probably not going to work out. And I was like, yeah, sign me up. I was like, I'm all (laughs) for this. And you know, that's how we started. And then we took like a a huge break. We had, you know, our, our kid. And then I, mentioned it to a friend at work and he was like dude you need to go to this club in cleveland me and my girl were swingers and i was like what and he's like yeah he was like there's another guy on the crew too him and his wife are swingers also so that was kind of like we started throwing that idea of going to that club back and forth for I don't know, six, eight months. And then, you know, we finally pulled the trigger on it and we never looked back. And that's, that's funny. You mentioned uh, about Kylie liking girls and all that, because it kind of, when we met back to my story of when we first met, we watched that movie and we were talking about, Hey, how do you feel about that? Well, that's in more detail. That's how that conversation evolved. Um, Wifey was like, well, Hey, I, I like girls and I would like to explore with girls and I would like to explore with girls with you. And at the time I'm a lot younger and I'm like, hell yeah. Like this is, you know, this is awesome. I'm so lucky. Like, you know, I'm the man. This is amazing. My life is is great. And that's kind of how we got our feet wet with, you know, exploring with other people. First it was, you know, unicorns and that kind of helped us get familiar with bringing in another dynamic in that regard. But funny enough, like as time went on, as awesome as I thought that was, and I was sitting there younger being like, man, I'm, I'm the man, this is amazing. And it, and it was, and it still is. But also there was another, there was a flip side to that. Whereas, you know, years went on and I'm like learning more about her. And I guess there was a point in time where I'm like, wow, she, like, she really likes girls. It's not just like, I like to kiss girls at a party. Like she really enjoys yeah. and appreciates women. And I love that we share that in common. And I love that about her. But there was a point where it kind of hit me. And I was like, oh man, like, no, for real, for real. Like she really enjoys women. And I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm never going to be a woman. And what if, what if I'm not enough? Or what if I can't give her what she needs from a woman? And that kind of like hit me. And I've talked about this with her and we, we've talked about it openly. But it kind of, it just went through a dip of like, oh man, this is so awesome too. Oh man, I'm, I'm never going to be a woman. What if I'm missing something that I can't give her? Um, but it kind of all equals out when that's why we explore and that's why, you know, we are kind of partners in crime and exploring life. Um, but that's funny that you mentioned that that's kind of how you guys got situated into the lifestyle in the world. It was a nice way to kind of get our feet wet. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that kind of 
ties into like my next question, which was like the origin of the four of us all meeting. Like I know that, you know, the wife and, and Kylie, you know, have been messaging online with the whole swing talk thing, but there was a final meeting for all of us, which was at secrets hideaway in January of last year. I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. And so we're open to talk about whatever on here. We're not, you know, we're kind of not censored. Um, So Mrs. Spice and Kylie called up to participate in a game. This is one of my highlight moments. <laughs> this is kind of where yeah. we already bonded. And like immediately upon meeting, we we met at a Walmart actually, and the girls went inside a shop, and we like immediately bonded yeah. and started talking. But this was this was a bonding moment when the event started. Yeah. So, wifey, life of spice, puts on an insert strap on and proceeds to to fuck Kylie in front of. I don't know, 150, 200 people. And me and you were just sitting elbow to elbow watching this. Like, dude, this is awesome. It it was for (laughs) some sort of contest, I I think, because I remember Party Mark was emceeing the pool party at Secrets. And it was some sort of contest where the girls had to, one had to put a strap on and fuck the other or whatever. And I remember um, he got Kylie and Mrs. Spice and he, he said, where's your significant others? I, I, I want to get their thumbs up of approval. Where are they at? <laughs> we both proudly stood up, raised our hands tall in the air, and both of us just two thumbs up in the air, grinning from ear to ear. And we just sat there and watched it in front rows. It was, it was fun. The girls yeah. had a good time. I think everyone enjoyed it. It's, that's why going there is super fun. You never know kind of what you're going to get into. Yeah, it's I, I say it's, it's Disneyland for adults if you're a swinger. Yeah. It's my favorite place to go in the world. Like yep. there's, there's other, I'm, I haven't gone to Hito yet. So maybe that'll change my mind. And, and you've done the West coast scene stuff. We haven't made it all the way over there. So maybe I'll find something over there, but as right now, secrets is the funnest place to me. Definitely one of my favorite spots. We've ever, since we've discovered it about a couple, maybe like a year or so ago, we've been there a whole bunch and it's just, it's always a fun vibe. It's such a very free be yourself, open, laid back atmosphere. Um, if if you're listening and you haven't been, and there's an event you want to go to, or you just want to check it out, I definitely recommend going. It's it's a fun spot. Oh yeah, it's great. All right, now my well, can't, second question. The other one I was going to lead with um, your you know your mus- musical history and how you got started in DJ because I saw your Instagram the other day. And I didn't know you played guitar. I saw your teenage dirtbag video you put up. And I was like, he plays guitar too? I never see you with a guitar. I always see you with a mixing board and speakers with you. I was was a little rock and roll head. Like I had gauges and the vans and the tight jeans like in high school. And I played, I've always loved music. And then when I met Mrs. Spice, she was like into electronic music she was like to house music and you know that stuff and she kind of showed me that world and I kind of took it and ran with it I still play guitar a lot 
but being in college, it was a lot easier to DJ than to like coordinate with four or five other dudes and make music. So I, that was like a nice outlet to do that by myself and, you know, play house parties and have fun late nights with some of the girls that would come over to the parties. So um, yeah, music has always been um, a huge part of the way that we kind of interface with the lifestyle. I feel like music is the soundtrack to our nights and our play sessions. So like in my head, they've always gone hand in hand. Yeah, definitely. Because when we have shared rooms and, and wives together, we always set the speaker up and we always put on a mix that you have made. <laughs> so it's, it's time to the mood and it just, it's the right feel. It's totally DJ Life of Spice when we get in the rooms. So that, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, next one. Um, you know, in the beginning, um, you know, like your insecurities or fears or, you know, issues with being in the lifestyle. What were things that, you know, you ran into with like first the unicorn thing and then you guys becoming you know, a full swap couple. Well, insecurities. Def at the beginning, 100% nerves, of course, because, you know, if you've been with your partner for some time, you're very comfortable with them. You know, you're not going to be worried about them judging you if you have an off night or you're not feeling your best or, you're, you know, your performance isn't the best or you, you can't perform. You don't really have that anxiety when you're with a, a partner that you're comfortable with, but when you bring somebody new that might not know you in that aspect, there is a little bit of pressure and those nerves can definitely affect your performance. And I definitely had uh, a fair share of some, some bad nights where it just, it w couldn't go down yeah, and dude, those, show up. yeah. And those will fuck you up because then you're like, that hurt so bad and it was so embarrassing. And also I feel bad for the other person involved because I don't want her to think um, that I don't like them or that something was wrong, that they, the vibe was off. Um, so that's in the back of your mind on top of being embarrassed. And to protect yourself, you're like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't want to do it again. And you start going down that path of like, okay, maybe I could just avoid this altogether and just, you know, quit while I'm ahead. Um, but I think you're gonna you're gonna have those like that's normal you know um and any normal person will understand that hey you know things happen um but for the for the most part we just kept going and um every experience kind of builds a little bit of confidence and you learn something new and how to communicate better how to how to be receptive to communicate communication verbally non-verbally and it's you know it's kind of like a skill it's like dancing you you dance more and you kind of you, you get a groove and you understand kind of how things should flow um so that kind of develops and the insecurities have dwindled down but that's not to say that i i don't have any i have many we we all do um but i don't try not to let them stop you because if you let your insecurity stop you you know for anything in life anything you're pursuing that you enjoy you know, you would limit yourself. Um, so be aware of them and try to overcome them, but don't let them stop you. Don't let fear, anxiety stop you from doing something that you want to do. That, that's for lifestyle. That's for goals in life or anything. 
you know, don't let that hold you back. Yeah, definitely. So like transitioning from being with sing or unicorns over to, you know, bringing in guys, you know, couple wise, Mm -hmm. what were things, you know, bubbling in your head that you're like, uh, I don't know what, how I feel about this yet, but we're going to go through with it. Do you have any takes on that? Yeah, I, I actually remember kind of when that transition happened. So before we knew we were in the lifestyle, before we knew any of the terms or anything, for the most part, we played around uh, with just unicorns because that kind of just felt like what was natural for us at the time. Um, and we did have an experience of parallel playing with a few couples, kind of like we were in the same room. So when the idea came up to actually like full swap with another couple, at least it wasn't completely like shock to my system because we had, you know, been in a room where the couple was playing and we were playing. So there was a little comfortability there, but when it actually came time to think about the idea of like sharing and all that, uh, a few things went on first selfishly. I was like, since I'm, I'm not attracted to men sexually, I thought for me, I'm like, is this going to be a a turnoff for me? Is it going to be like, is it going to, be weird for me that like you know i'm close that close to another naked man with an erection you know like those things go through your head like oh i don't know if that's gonna throw me off or throw my head off or anything like that and then secondly you're like well what if i get outdone you know or what if like she likes it too much you know and then yeah and and her head goes oh my this is I, i this is what i've had the whole time and that's out there you know that's a natural thought to have um but I think the most important part of that whole thing was being very selective of who you're going to interact with vibe wise, vibe is everything. Because if you find, you know, a couple that you vibe with very well and you trust their intention, their intention is to have a good time and explore with you, not to come in there and do do anything inappropriately or past your emotional boundaries or your intimate boundaries, then that kind of gives you like, some confidence that hey we're all on the same page and I don't have to worry about you know anything going to maybe a direction I'm uncomfortable with so if you're, you and your partner are on the same page and the couple that you're engaging with or the others that you're engaging with are on the same page I think that's a super helpful foundation for a nice experience yeah me and me and Kylie are definitely if we were to put it in like percentage it's it's 75% vibe if yeah. we're vibing with these people, and then the other twenty five is like the attraction. Does everybody find each other attractive? But it's all based off of the vibe because you guys can find each other attractive. But if she, you know, the the wife is super loud and crazy, and you're just like, I'm not feeling it, or the dude's a complete douchebag. the whole time and you know just stepping out of his you know boundaries before you guys even get to playing you're like this is not gonna happen it's just it's not gonna work out a hundred percent we were actually just talking about this yesterday i didn't know how much i knew vibe was important to me and personality was important to me but i didn't know the, the ratio that it was important to me you know looks and personality they're both important i didn't know how much the ratio would be honestly on the personality side because you know 
I've, I've met some, you know, gorgeous people, absolutely gorgeous people, but the vibe wasn't there. We didn't connect. Like maybe personality wise, we didn't click. Honestly, some were total duds, but when the personality is not there and the vibe is not there, you know, it looks can only take the experience so far. Cause yeah, I like looking at you, but if we're not connecting, we're not dancing, we're not like in a flow and feeling like we're enjoying each other's company, it feels like a very hollow experience. So I recently learned how much personality in the last few years, how much personality really almost tops, um, you know, physical looks. Of course we have our preferences, but the vibe is everything, man. That's why you do this to connect with people and have, you know, unique experiences. Oh yeah, definitely. Like we were talking, I think, you know, the, the episode that's going to be coming out uh, right before ours about, you know, we've gone to events or clubs and just met amazing people and vibed out the whole night, but nothing ever went down. And we still walked away. We're like, well, you know, we, we built up a relationship with these people. We got to know them and it still turned out to be a great night because being around lifestyle people, we all know why we're here. Like we, you know, the, the deepest, darkest secret in our closet, everybody here is showing it. We like to have sex with other people with our significant other. So actually getting to know people once that barrier is gone, you really, you, you feel like you actually get to know a person. Absolutely. And, you know, it might only be for a night or if you do, you know, a takeover or like secrets kind of thing, um, you get multiple days with these people and you really get to know them and develop relationships. And, you know, you know, how me and you have been at multiple events together. And every time I go and I know you're going, I'm like, I can't wait to see my buddy. I was like. I was like, I know everybody else can be there. There's all these hot couples. It's going to be a great time. As soon as I see you, what do I do? I run up. I grab you. I pick you up off the ground. Every time. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't wait. It's because it's just a highlight in the lifestyle. It's a friendship that it's like, you know. You you see everyone with like their mask off because you have to be vulnerable to be in a place like this and be open sexually emotionally socially so we call it like seeing people with their mask off and when you see someone with their mask off and they're not putting up a front they're not putting personality you feel that they're being their that their genuine authentic self because they they feel like they can be free and open in this environment it's a beautiful thing and i think that's why when you like you go to an event for a weekend with you know your group why those bonds in those few days are so strong and sometimes stronger than maybe you know, other types of events or anything, because you're in a place where everyone has their guard down. You're seeing everyone's true, fun, open self, vulnerable self. It's a beautiful thing. And you really get to know somebody like that. And like our relationship, like I love going to events knowing that you're going to be there because my buddy's there. So that kind of goes to show too. It's, you know, we all like to play. We all like to have sex, you know, with our partners and with others, but it's deeper than that lifestyle's much more than that it's about being in an environment with like open-minded like-minded free people and i look forward to hanging out with you and 
listening to music and doing everything we do just as much as I do wanting to meet some, some new person that we met online or we're connecting with or anything. And that's a really cool thing to know. It's, it's multifaceted, uh, the lifestyle and like what everyone loves about it. Yeah, definitely. Like I try to tell people outside of the lifestyle, like what attracts you the most about the lifestyle. And I'm like, at first it was purely just sleeping with other women. I was like, that was it in the beginning. I was like, but then I started developing these friendships with people. And now like when I, when I come home from events and you know, I, I try to translate it over to my twin brother. He's like, you're nuts. He was like, have fun doing your life, but you're nuts. And I'm like, you know, he's a fellow space cadet. So like, I try to, you know, um, you know, tell him, I'm like about our experiences hanging out. I'm like, if you ever get the chance, which I'm, I'm hoping one day you guys will. And I think you guys would, you know, hit it off immediately. He's same vibe like me, just not in the lifestyle, you know, just like these people are good people. And it's, it's awesome to be around them and it's just such a good time. All yeah, day. absolutely. There's this metaphor that um, I've used in conversation with, with wifey and <laughs> I'm going to kind of call myself out, but so the ad- analogy I use for like the friendships that we have in lifestyle is what brings us together is, you know, everyone's common denominator is they want to explore sexually, you know? So the analogy I use is like, we all like playing um, Dungeons and Dragons, right? So you go to a Dungeons and Dragons convention because that's what everyone's there for. They have that in common. And you meet a bunch of other awesome people that also enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, right? You you build a relationship, get to know them, say, hey, I'll see you at the next Dungeons and Dragons convention, right? You go to the next one, see them again, you hang out, and you're like, hey, I really like hanging out with you guys. Do you guys want to go see a movie? Do you guys want to go camping? Do you guys want to go out to dinner? And before you know it, you are you have a relationship or friendship with people that what you had in common was Dungeons and Dragons, but you're going out and you're having some nights where you're not even playing Dungeons and Dragons. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're, just, you're just friends at this point. So that's that's kind of a lot of the relationships we had is we, we meet lifestyle people because, you know, we have in common that we want to explore. Um, and we have in common that we are open-minded but it extends beyond that with with some people like we just went camping um with a whole bunch of a whole bunch of our friends and they're all lifestyle people and it was the most wholesome awesome thing some of them brought their kids we were making s'mores we were barbecuing it it was it was super fun and it was just really cool that like you know yes that was what we had in common but some of the friendships relationships go beyond that some don't and that's okay too um but it's really cool for the most part when you meet your people and you're around often you grow some really strong bonds in that time and i'm really grateful for that i've met some of the best people in my life in the lifestyle because they are just open-minded genuine people that are you know put themselves out there and are vulnerable and we can all kind of relate so i'm very grateful for it man yeah i gotta i gotta put you on the spot for another quote do it i think it's the best quote that i've ever heard in my life she goes i own a bugatti it's very nice 
And I want my friends to drive my Bugatti too. Just don't wreck it. <laughs> uh, the secret's hot tub. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the best quote. It's like, yeah, I'm going to share my wife. Look at her. And you guys, you know, all seen the light, life of spice. She's gorgeous. I love her. Hi, babe. And yeah. And it was just like, don't wreck it. Don't. Don't step on toes. Like, don't wreck it. The <laughs> words, the words of wisdom that come to me at three thirty in the morning uh, in the secrets <laughs> hot tub. But yes, yeah. the Bugatti wants to be driven. I want my friends to appreciate the Bugatti. I'm only gonna let the ones I trust take my yeah. Bugatti out, and maybe they'll let me take their Ferrari out for a spin if the Ferrari wants that, to be driven. You know, as long as we have a common understanding. Yeah, that's Kylie. She keeps calling herself a Ferrari. Oh. I told her I like Lamborghinis more. I keep messing with her. <laughs> All the exotic cars are nice. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Uh, Hello, Miss Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into the next question. So um, as far as your family and the Mrs. family, do they know that you guys are in the lifestyle? And how have you guys dealt with that? Yeah, so um, it's a multifaceted question for us because we have a large family. Um, and we go with what's appropriate for the circumstances. Um, the fun one is uh, wifey's father is also in the lifestyle. So like that, that was, it, we, yeah, we, we all, we both, we like kind of knew for a couple of years, but you know, we didn't want to, we didn't want to call them out or there was no point to like saying, Hey, whatever. But after, you know, we got a little more involved in the lifestyle and we were going to events and stuff. We were like, yeah, it would be nice to like, let them know, you know, that, Hey, we kind of know. And then maybe be nice to tell them that we are too. So that was like a really cool, um, that was just a really cool experience for us to kind of say, Hey, we're in the lifestyle and we know you guys are too. And th that was really cool. They, <laughs> it's funny. Cause they were like, yeah, we knew just from like our personalities <laughs> and, you know, the friends we've had around and the types of relationships we had. So they were like, yeah, we had, we had an inkling. We've had a, we kind of knew. Um, and we nerded out on like, you know, what events we've been to and places that we should go check out. And that was really cool. And then with other, uh, other family, they know we're in the lifestyle and we kind of keep things appropriate, you know, depending on the, the circumstance, like I was saying. So sometimes there might be certain people in the family that they don't want to know the details of what goes on in your bedroom. Like it might not want to know theirs. Yeah. Um, so it's like on a case by case basis, but for the most part, our family, you know, knows we're, we're out there exploring and being safe and being careful. Um, so it feels nice to kind of have that out in, you know, each appropriate manner, depending on the relationship with the, the person in the family. Yeah. So like as uh, our family, kind of dynamic um my dad super cool he's like go do it bud have fun he's like i did that stuff in the early 80s um it's a lot of fun i imagine you know it's a lot better now and i'm like yeah it is um mom knows about it doesn't want to hear about it we don't ever talk about it Fair that's enough. that's all she wants um Kylie's mom recently found out kind of had a breakdown. Oh man. Um, wasn't very good. Hopefully, you know, they can 
smooth things out. And uh, her dad, <laughs> funny enough, because um, her mom called, you know, talking about, you know, like, I know what's going on, all that stuff. She's like, I'm just going to get ahead of it. I'm going to call my dad. Okay, call him. She's like, Dad, I got to tell you something. Me and Brad, we're swingers. And he goes, okay, and? He's like, I just want to let you know. He goes, a guy I work with showed me your videos a year ago. I was just waiting for you guys to tell me. And I was standing there, and I go, I told you he knew. I told you he knew. And he was like, so what's the big deal? And I'm like, I told you he wasn't going to be mad about it. And then he was like, hey, I can help you, like, with equipment you know, for the That's amazing, man. stuff because he's a musician and he's got like great mics. Like the mic I'm using right now came from him. Oh, shout out to dad. Yeah. He's awesome. He gave me a mixing board, but I, it's just so old. I couldn't get it to work with. Oh, call computer. me. I'll help you out. No, that's, a, that's amazing, yeah. man. I love that. Yeah. So like I was trying to get a mixing board to work. I was buying all these adapters and trying to get it to work through my phone, through the computer. It just wasn't working. And he was like, I'll buy you guys a new one. Oh, that's awesome. like, you don't have to do that. I was like, we just need standalone mics and a computer now. I was like, but I I wanted to try and mix the voices down so they came out, you know, clear and I can control that because with, you know, the stuff we're using on the laptop that's free to us, you can't, your can't editing down, is yeah. very limited. So if you have a board to mix it off of going in, you know, it sounds 10 times better. That's, that's really cool. Like support that support is priceless uh, in in that regard, because, you know, not every type of family dynamic or situation gets that support. So that's, that's really cool. Shout out to dad. And then like on the, on the flip side of what you were saying, some we've been in the lifestyle for so long, we've been in it that, you know, to us, it's, it's normal. And whatever I hear of someone kind of maybe being in shock or, opposed to it or indifferent about it initially because i'm we're so acquainted with everything i i could be like man like it might not be for you but why are you so against it but i understand i try to be really empathetic to um people that are indifferent about it maybe question it feel some sort of moral issue with it i try to be empathetic to that because you know i once came from a whole different foundation you know whether it was like religious ethically morally uh the standard of relationships and mentally i was in a different place many many moons ago as well where i thought there was just one way of doing stuff you know so i try to remain empathetic to whenever we get a comment or uh, something about like i could never do that you guys you know what you're doing is wrong I, i i understand people have a whole they've lived a whole different life and they have a whole different foundation and idea of what life and love are. I try to respect that, you know, there's a, there's a thin, there's a, no, there's a thick line between, you know, disagreeing and disrespecting. Um, and disrespect is not tolerated, but disagreeing is, is absolutely tolerated. We can disagree and be friends or, you know, yeah. agree to disagree. Uh, no problem. Um, I w- wish the world would be a little more open-minded, but through experiences like what we've all had, I've learned so much and not just about like lifestyle, not just about swinging, but about sexuality, about dynamics and relationships, 
what I've learned is there's no one size fits all relationship. There's not you are a swinger and this is your dynamic. I there is so many different like ways to play or ways to be, whether it's open relationships, polyamorous, uh, hot wife, uh, you know, name your your flavor. There's no one size fits all, and I love that. I've learned that like as long as your relationship with whoever or whomever you're in agreement with and you're happy, it doesn't matter if you're not hurting anybody and you guys are all on the same page, do you. And I've, I've really come to like be exposed to that, learn about that and like appreciate it. And that's been huge for me because I can appreciate all sorts of flavors of people in all sorts of circumstances. Yeah. Like, so with like our dynamic, it, immediately after us becoming swingers kylie was already on tiktok but it was about like body positivity because you know like kylie's done the gastric bypass surgery so she was doing the body positivity thing well now she wants to share you know her feelings on being a swinger so like at first i was oblivious to it and then I started getting involved and I started seeing the comments from people like, how could you do this? You're going against, you know, this religion, that religion, um, morally. And I would say probably until like six months ago, I would actually get like, if I was doing like a live with her, I would physically get upset and like say something back. Like it's just how I was. I, I have something on deck to snap back at somebody and now I'm like, look, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. This is how we feel. We're great people. We're great parents. We're great kids. We're great grandkids. Like, we're good people all the way through. This is just what we've decided to do with our life. And we feel like we're living our fullest life now. That we have this avenue. We have these friends. We have this lifestyle. But for a while there, like, I'd be like, oh, why, why are these people back in here again? And literally she's like, can you just stop? And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore with these constant quests. And eventually I had to be like, all right, you need to calm down, reset, and think about it from their side. Because you were once on their side. Like, I was 25 when I met her. I'm 31 now. So when I was 24 and, you know, I, I had a girlfriend, I could never imagine sharing that girl with somebody else. And why would somebody else do that? And now that I'm in it, I'm like, I don't see why not, but I get why you don't want to do it. So it, it took me some time to learn, you know, patience and then being empathetic, like you said, with the other sides of the people that are not in the lifestyle, you know, we're, we're crossing these lines and, you know, all that, that stuff. And but, like um, along the lines of what you're saying too, is, you know, once you start exploring the, the lifestyle or learning about other lifestyles and people live differently or have different ideas of what, you know, relationships or happiness or love mean, you start to grow empathy for, all sorts of different people in different situations outside of the lifestyle in life. When you come across people that might have different ideas about X, Y, and Z, I'm a little more empathetic to understand that, Hey, we all have, you know, difference of opinions or different beliefs, you know, and as 
like we were saying, as long as you're not harming anybody and, you know, you're, you're trying to be healthy, happy and productive or the best person you can be, then I try not to judge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it took me a while to, to get all of that. I would say i for the longest time, I had a lot of anger in my childhood and growing up. I, and that was just my outlet was, you know, to snap back and be angry at somebody. And now that I'm getting older, I'm like, you can't always go to that. No, I, I, I get it, man. I'm, I'm not like one to really engage with confrontation. But like, you know, something would pop up and we'd get something mean or nasty, just kind of uncalled for. It would hurt me. I I don't really engage, but I kind of like internalize it. And then I, and then I questioned, well, is that, am I doing something really bad? Uh, Should I not be doing this? Am I like, is this too much? Am I, you know, out of line here? You start to think about that and, and question. And that's a natural part of, you know, exploring in a new facet in life. I think it's healthy to question yourself a little bit, kind of keeps you honest. But like you're saying, if you your intentions are good, your intentions are pure, you just want to explore, you know, there's there's no harm in that. There will be people that don't understand. And I like for a long time, I cared a lot about what other people thought of me. I just I didn't know any better. I wanted to be liked. That's just the type of person I am. Um, so when it could have been one person out of, you know, a thousand people on a live stream and I would get like upset, like, why don't they like me? I'm trying my best yeah. to be myself. I, I, I don't get it. And I've like really learned that if I'm just truly being myself and I've learned this from the lifestyle, from being myself, if I'm truly being myself and I'm happy being who I'm being and I'm just being my authentic, pure self and somebody doesn't like it, that's okay. You're not everyone's cup of tea. That doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. And it took me some time to learn that confidence and meeting, socializing and meeting new people actually helped me build that because for the longest time I was maybe an overthinker socially. Um, I, also, when we started going, recently going out to a lot of lifestyle events in the past couple of years, I stopped drinking and I used that as a social lubricant for, for many years. Um, and without that, I was like, am I going to not be myself? Am I going to be likable? Am I going to be out of the mix? Who am I? I? I definitely went through a whole kind of insecurity of overthinking and caring about what other people thought of me. And I kind of came to the conclusion, like we were, I was just saying, if you're yourself, that's that's enough. And the people that are going to judge you or don't like you when you're being your, your true self, those are people that you don't want in the mix anyway. So it doesn't really matter their opinion. So I, I yeah. totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And I, I, I've a quote that I've heard, and it's, it, it's stuck with me probably over the past year. Um, you're not married to your ideas or your emotions because they will change day to day, month to month, year to year. Those are all going to change for you. So your idea, your emotions and how you felt when you were 26, it's not going to be what you're at 27. Definitely. You're not what I'm at at 31 coming up on 32. hundred percent. And that, that goes towards what we were talking about being amongst open-minded people. I think if you keep an open mind and you know you understand you have your your beliefs or your preferences, 
but keep a bit of an open mind to understand that new experiences might alter those, might change those, might improve those or or whatnot. I think keeping open mind is, is, a, is a humble thing and it's a beneficial thing because it doesn't lock you into a firm place of being like, there might be some ethical and moral things that you're locked into. And, you know, that might be, that might be a little different than what we're talking about. Um, but as far as your, your preferences in socializing, your preferences and what brings you pleasure, what brings you happiness, I think it's really important to keep those open, like you're saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I've got another question for you. Um, any advice on things guys can do to navigate the lifestyle successfully? So, like, being uh, – uh, for me and you, we're not on the bull side. Um, but we can, you know, give them tidbits because they do show up in, you know, our Absolutely. lives or, you know, a guy, part of a couple, just tips for him to, to make things work for, you know, sure. the couple they're going with, with their significant other, stuff like that. Yeah, the, the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is patience in the sense of it can be very exciting when you're in a moment where something is potentially brewing and starting to manifest. And that's very exciting. But I think patience in the sense of like, take a breath, slow down, analyze what's going on, make sure that you're riding the same wave frequency as the others involved. Um, because that's we were talking about earlier. Vibe is the most important thing. Yeah, so don't be too eager. Exactly, and like that also goes into like a, you know you want to play it cool kind of vibe, which you do. You know yeah. you don't, you don't want to be too eager. Like okay, for for example, back back in like college, I'd be DJing a house party, and you know Mrs. Spice would come up to me and she would be like, "Hey, um, so and so, she's sleeping over tonight. Is that okay?" You know, and I. <laughs> In my head, I want to be like, hell yeah, that's fine. I know where this is going. Let's go. But uh, yeah, that's cool, you know? And like part of that was like, because I wanted to be cool and not like, you know, be too excited. But also I think it kind of showed her too that like, hey, I'm co cool, calm, and collected about the situation. I'm not just going to go, yeah, let's go right now. And I don't I don't want it to throw her off and be like, oh, yeah. he's a little too eager. You know what I mean? Yeah, making your, her feel like, oh, well, he's just getting another woman tonight. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and on the side and, note, I think like, you know, the other the other person involved might be like, oh, wow, like, he's cool with this. He's confident. Like, maybe you're, you know, you're giddy inside and that's cool, too. But just to kind of be, be patient, not not be too forceful, let things naturally develop, contribute to the vibe in your own way. But make sure you're all kind of flowing, you know, at, this, at the same rate and pa patience and respect, respect everything. And if you're in a relationship, the the respect for your partner for your boundaries to understand their body language their rules their expectations that is 1000% like the number one priority it's not you having fun you trying something new you getting anything and the reason why i say that those things are important you do want to explore you want to have fun you want to try new shit but the most important thing is making sure that you and your partner if you're in a relationship are on the same page because if you're if you're exploring together, you are partners exploring. And if one of you veers off the trail and doesn't take the other, that's gonna cause some friction. One of you is gonna feel disregarded. And that's 
that, that's not a good feeling to anybody. And then you feel like your intentions in the moment were selfish. So if you stay on the same page with your partner and man, let me tell you, that can take you ever. I've done some exploring, some shit I could never even dream of, dude. I mean, you've had some nights with me where we end up in some crazy ass orgy with, you know, 50 beautiful women and dudes everywhere just having the night of their lives. And it looks like a movie video or like a, you know, like a uh, Pornhub porno or something. Yeah, like, something <laughs> Nazi would see online. Yeah. And I, some dark website. <laughs> dude, like, honestly, like some browser shit. But like, I never would have thought like I would get to have those experiences. I never knew that I wanted them, but like, I never would have dreamed to have them. But like, I've gotten to certain situations because my, my partner in crime were so strong that we could handle like these different types of situation and exploring on another level or exploring differently. So if you're in a relationship, my advice would be you and your partner, you got to be thick as thieves, make sure your expectations and understandings are the same. And even in the moment, check in with them, whether it's verbally, whether it's eye contact, whether it, you know, body language, make sure that you're showing them some love too equally. So if you have a couple different people in the mix, make sure you're giving everyone love equally especially your partner, make them feel like, Hey, my mind is still on you. Never went off you. I might be having fun over here, but you're still on my mind. You're still my priority. So Dude, that is literally perfect. How you finish that? Because it was my last question. Right and it's how guys can push up and boast up their women pre events and during and post events, because I've been in the situation where, you know, Kylie's like, I don't feel like I look good enough tonight. I don't feel like everybody's, you know, anybody is going to want to to do anything with us. And it was solely on me to just say the right words to her to get her to go. So do you have any advice for guys about, you know, making their women feel number one in your eyes. Yeah, dude, that's a lifestyle. That's a really good point, actually, because, you know, for the, for the most part, we know the girl, you know, the girls are sexy. They're, they're out there getting it. You know, we're just happy to be here. And we kind of go with the flow as dudes and stuff. And like, I don't, I, the girls, you know, they have fun with the other girls and feel sexy, but there are times where you, you know, your partner might not feel her best and might, might need that boost. And, all you got to do is just highlight what already exists. You you love your partner. They look sexy. Boost boost them up. Make them feel wanted. Um, bef- before, hype them up. Hey, you look amazing. Everybody's going to want you. You know, you're going to kill it in there. I, I want you. You're amazing. You know, but also uh, what you noted, post-event too. That's important too. Because afterwards, you know, you're in the moment. You have your fun and all that afterwards is when you do all the processing mentally you kind of you know you take a you take a second take a breath and you start going through everything that happened how you know what happened how to go how did it feel and your partner is doing the same thing and as a woman she you know wants to make sure that she was sexy that she was fun and she might also want to make sure that you know she's still connected to you so i think post hype is really important too to be like hey babe you're a badass bitch tonight like you killed it it was so sexy watching you do your thing. Like, really let them know. Because I, I, I bro out 
with Mrs. Spice. We we bro out after so so damn hard. We will sit in bed and be like, that was so fucking hot when you you know you did this and then she did that and you did that and I loved watching you do that. You're so damn sexy. <laughs> and then what that ends up leading to the post type is um, us going at it again, you yeah, know, and exactly. just doing a little reclaiming and and rebonding and it it just kind of builds on top of itself. So hype hype your girl up, hype your boy up, po- pre and post and just prioritize that that's the most important thing if you're in a relationship because you guys are exploring exploring together um yeah that's i don't want to keep rambling on but that's really important to me because that's our style we we play together we explore together um but maybe even if you play separate always connect you know before hey this is what i'm going to do i experience and when you come back reconnect prioritize that you know prioritize your, your partner is is pretty much my to some my my rant is prioritize your partner and, and keep that strong i think you've worded that better than any time i've ever had to explain um that that question because that question comes across to me that's why I, I wanted to bring it to you um i get asked that question anytime i hop on live it's like it's a good question it's or an important I get, question i get personal ones from guys which it, it's out there you know you can message me on instagram uh brad the space cadet just like guy advice stuff and you know i had a guy asking me a couple weeks back he was like you know we just had you know a baby uh not long ago and we want to get back into it but she's not feeling like she's hot and what can i do and i'm like just push her up tell her how sexy she is and i saw her pictures you can tell her i said she's sexy and i want to meet her one day and he was like, dude, I showed her that message. You lit up her world. It's amazing. That's literally what it took. And now we're going to go do an event. And I was like, dude, that's, that's I'm, incredible. I'm happy that I could make that happen. I was like, I was on my lunch break and I was just solid. And I was like, you know, message him real quick. And love that. <laughs> that's, yeah. Dude, lifestyle people build each other up so much. That's another beautiful thing that we, we, ha- we haven't touched on yet, but. People in the lifestyle build each other up so much. The girls and the girls, the guys and the guys, vice versa, all over. Everyone hypes each other up so much. And it's such a, a positive vibe that we have going on, especially with our group. Uh, I love that. Yeah, definitely. And like um, tomorrow, you guys will get this later, but like tomorrow on the Discord, me and Boston Swing King Joe are going to be hosting Kylie Named It. I wanted to name it, but she named it. It's like guys emotions or something like that. And I'm going to host it with Joe every third Tuesday of the month. And it's just going to be guys in a video chat, asking each other questions, bouncing ideas off of each other based on stuff that's in the lifestyle. That's important, man. It is. The girls have, I feel the girls have, getting a really good network of talking to each other. And then as men, we kind of learn on the fly. We don't have a a coach or a buddy to help us out. Be like, Hey, how'd you deal with this? How'd you deal with that? So, you know, we're going to start doing that once a month. Um, I'm going to do another one like this with Joe Boston King swing kind of you know 
same style, just getting to know him. Like, we've already done one with him as a couple, but I want to do one with just the guys. So I want to pick out guys, you know, that I know that are in the lifestyle that I'm good with and and pick their brain on their their point of view of the lifestyle and and their advice and journey and maybe it'll help some dude with you know his wife and they can hear it and next thing you know they're in the lifestyle and they're they're doing good with it because you want to have a great foundation absolutely i wish i had something like this when i started yeah before you guys get into the lifestyle because if you think swinging's gonna fix a bad relationship it might be a band-aid for an event or two and then issues are gonna pop up with some heat behind them Absolutely. so for me and kylie we did two years of counseling we really worked out our issues then you know it just timed out right that we got into the lifestyle, but we worked out our communication issues because she, you know, you know, had her style of arguing and I had mine and we could never find the middle ground. And we finally did. And we're like, Hey, we need to just bring this down. Now me and I mean, every couple has their spats, but they're not like what they were back in the day. And now with the lifestyle in our life and things, we don't feel insecure about each other stepping out on each other and anything like that. Um, it's brought us way closer. Like she, she went from like, you know, when you get your girlfriend, you think she's going to be your best friend, but then she's kind of still just in the girlfriend pocket and then she's fiance. I felt that we turned a new leaf, another level when we started the lifestyle that like, Oh, now I can talk to you about all of like the hot women I see. And I, I don't have to hide this. And yeah, I can, you get hundred percent yourself. I, and I can just I get open it, yeah. up to you about yeah. all of these things that are in my head. And you're like, still looking at me like you're weird, but yeah, I get it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just nice that you could, you could let that out. You know, all those internal things that maybe for the most part, you thought you'd never be able to share with your significant other. It's so refreshing, so freeing to hear that from your partner, like her desires, her thoughts, and for you to be able to share them. Yeah. improved communication has been by far the the biggest benefit because like you're saying by no means would being in a lifestyle be a repair it's not it's an enhancement to an already great relationship and it will further improve your communication it'll it'll take your bond to the to the next level if you're in a, a proper place for it so i totally get what you mean yeah all right well that's all i have for you mr dj life of spice um Thank you, man, for coming on here, doing this with me. Um, My pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank a, you for having me. It was a pure honor, and I love you to death, man. And I love you too, bud. And I can't wait to see you in January in Nashville. I got um, some new music for us. I'm excited yeah, to see everybody. I was, I was about stuff. 10 minutes into your uh, mix from Dallas, and I was like, oh, I got to go with the computer setup. So 
Um, I'm gonna be bumping that all day tomorrow because right on, man. Enjoy the build into it had me like goose bumped. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun night. I wish you guys were there, but I'm gonna do yeah. another one in Nashville. So if anybody wants to listen to any of the mixes from any of the live events that we've all done, um, life slash music all my mixes are on there. I got all the live party stuff and then I got the playroom sessions. So if you're having like an intimate night, sexy night with wifey or some friends or you're making content or you just want a chill vibe, playroom sessions are there. And then I got some new music coming out here shortly. I'll share with everybody, but thank you very much for having me, man. Um, this has been fun. Uh, I hope we could do it again sometime. I was a little, oh, yeah. I get, I get nervous. Like, uh, you know, to yeah, like, I've, dude, I'm get, like to talk four episodes into this and you are like the first one that I've done because just how our relationship goes where I, I relaxed a little, like I definitely relaxed it, it so and chill. I feel like it was more natural. So yeah, I, I wish we could have done it in person. Um, but we'll, yeah. maybe we can do uh, another one in person, but I, I miss the shit out of you. Yeah. I'm excited to see you, man. Thank you for thinking of me to be on. It was, uh, is a privilege. I hope somebody maybe can learn something from it or can relate. Um, and we hope to see some of the listeners at one of the next events. I hope to meet some of you guys and some of you gals. All right, man. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. I love it. All right. See you guys. Bye everybody.